Welcome back to the show. This week, I talked to one of my best friends, Calvin. We talked about relationships, which is a follow-up to an episode that I posted last year. And that episode that I posted was actually recorded a year or two before that. So it's been a long time since we had this discussion, and I thought it would be interesting to, to have it again and see if our views had changed on the subject. And it it was great and i think it's something that we may continue maybe we'll do another one a year from now or two years from now and just see how our views shift over time but it was a lot of fun i hope you guys enjoyed too here it is digging in the crates for something yeah. hidden gems often misunderstood You know there's no such thing as too much Miscellaneous important stuff Calvin, welcome back to the show Two years later Good to be back Yeah, wait, wait, do you remember when we recorded that? I mean, that was, um I want to say it was 2017. It was 2017. I think it was uh, August. Yeah, August that's of when you were back for the month or two months or how long? How long were you back in the U.S.? I okay, like yeah. 30 days or something. Like Man, that. and you said you. Well, it was at least 30 days, right? I think so. Yeah, it was actually, I think it was a little over 30 days, maybe like 31 okay. or 32, something like And you like said that. you listened to that recording recently, didn't you? <laughs> and what are your I thoughts? Did, yeah. Tell me yeah. your initial thoughts. I'm going to play some clips for you, but I just want to know like where your head's at after you listen to it by yourself. <laughs> I mean, so it, um, in the recording, I talked a lot about the, the age of 32 and saying that at, at 32 that I want to get married. Um, here I am at 31, and 32 is just around the corner, and I, I'm, I'm not. I, I guess I am a little closer to to marriage. You know, the the idea um, sounds okay to me. Um, I guess back when when I was like 28, the idea of getting married at 32 was was an okay idea, but at 28 I wasn't ready to get married. And now 32 is here, uh, but we're it's around the corner, um, and, and I am closer, I'm closer to being ready to, being to, ready get, married. to get married. Um, but so 32 still seems a little bit too early. early. So, that's so that's kind of where, where I'm at with it. Yeah, which um, I remember telling you it sounded crazy to uh, to to set that sort of goal for yourself, and I think you said that's just goal setting, right? <laughs> it is goal setting, and I guess I, I, I didn't meet the. Hold on, let me. Uh, I try to remember which one's which. I'm gonna try to play. I think it was. I think it's a clip from that part of the conversation. I'm gonna try this one. We'll listen to it and then we'll talk about it. Okay. In any relationship, I think okay, it's kind okay. of better if the other person has more emotion than than you do. I don't think it makes any sense at all. It it does it does make sense though because. If you're thinking with your... That sounds very one-sided. If you're thinking... Let, let me finish. Let me okay. finish. If you're thinking with your with your emotions, you know, you can actually do a lot of stupid things or maybe something needy or, or something like that. And so 
I think it's it's a lot better if the the other party has more emotion than you have cuz then you can kind of rationalize situations better. Okay, that is not the clip I was uh trying to play. I only numbered him. I didn't put a description. So that's um but that's fine. That's still that's still relevant. I w- I wonder uh do you still feel that way or has that changed? Uh yes and no. I mean, like in the beginning of a relationship, I, I think it's good to not have as much emotion as they do. Um, because in the beginning of the relationship, emotionally, you can make a lot of mistakes. I, I think, um, you know, like calling someone a bit too often and things of, of this nature. Um, but, but on another side, though, it, um, like for me, when, when I, what I have found out, when I have uh, sex, I need some sort of emotional uh, connection there. And so the sort of lack of emotion that I bring into the relationship in order to man- maintain control over myself, if you will, doesn't necessarily transfer into the, the bedroom yeah, very do you think that's, well. Do you think that's healthy? <laughs> I mean, if that makes any. Yeah. Is it healthy? I, no, no, I don't. I don't think it's very healthy. So the lack of emotion. <laughs> there's a lack of emotion, so you can maintain control. That sounds like um, that doesn't sound healthy to me. I mean, you know, it's, it's it, it. I mean, it is it is healthy. You know, like if you if you have too much emotion, you can make mistakes um, and do things without that emotion. You you wouldn't have done. Um, and so I think it helps to create a healthier relationship you know they say relationships that burn right in the beginning burn out the fastest you know so if you can control your emotions a bit in the beginning then uh, i suppose that that will happen and then also there's an idea of the uh, it's called the love trap so in the beginning of a relationship um two people's emotions for each other are relatively the same and then over time one of those people start liking the other person more than the other person likes them and usually you can figure out who this person is uh by saying um like who who has the most control in the relationship or something of that nature and they'll say oh we we both have the same amount of control and it's just not that's not true so usually that that person will end up being the one that's down in the. you want to be up you want to be the guy in control (laughs) and i want to be up yeah it doesn't have to be a competition does it it doesn't have to be that it's that complicated. Um, I mean, I, I, I think it does. You know, over time, I, I think, I guess this is my own idea. Over time, uh, women tend to uh, kind of, I don't want to say beat men down. Beat <laughs> you men heard into first. submission. <laughs> I mean, like our, I mean, like our, our, it, our testosterone levels, I think they, they kind of go down over time as we're, we're in a relationship, um, you know, to the point where the, the women seems to have more control and say in the relationship and we're kind of the, the yes ma'am. Uh, we, we become the yes, yes ma'am type. So I think it's good to come into the relationship with that sort of thing in mind and to try to um, maintain a little bit of, of control over yourself uh, so that you can maintain more control of the relationship. I mean, I don't know self, any, self-control any makes sense. I don't know if, 
uh, I don't know. I haven't had a need to have control over the relationship. I think more, I, I, I maybe, maybe, maybe control over the relationship is a bad, is a bad idea. Manage, manage is a good word. You want to, you know, manage the relationship. That's, yeah. that's why I think though. Um, not always successful with well, that. Nobody though. is not, always Jeez, successful. It's not, it's not the easiest thing in the world. Actually, it's one of the hardest things in the world to have a successful <laughs> relationship that, that lasts. Um, yeah, what were you saying earlier about um you said when you have sex you need um you need emotion, right? Or is that how did you phrase it? I yeah, yeah. I, I need that emotion um when I'm having sex. Otherwise I I feel like yeah, but did I'm you washing think, dishes. Did you used to think that was different? That you didn't It was how, how it used was it to different? be different. It did. It did. I used to be able to just um, I used to just be able to go in and, you know, do my, do my thing. And that was, that was, that, that was, was it. Every, every, you know, everything was good. And, and now I, I feel, you know, if, if I, I don't have that emotion when, when I have sex, I'm kind of like going through, I'm going through the emotions, if you going will. Going through the emotions? Um, yeah, yeah. Just, just going through the emotions, you know, <laughs> because I, I will, you know, I'll, I'll have the same um connection with that woman that i had with you know like a, a one-night stand basically and, and i hate that you know i hate i hate the morning after you're you're laying there in bed and you're trying to pretend that you're the most boring person in the world because that's your approach i just want you to show what? me how you pretend that you're the most boring person in the world i just want you to demonstrate <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, just like this. Oh, that sounds that's that seems all right. Yeah. Should we should we go out and get some coffee right now? <laughs> and you don't say anything. You're you know what? By doing that, you could end up being the most interesting man in the world if you give the right stare. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Okay. So far, it hasn't happened. Yeah. So what? But what? What changed for you? Because I mean, did did that get boring? Like, why? Why was that appealing ever? I mean, it. Yeah, why I was think, it appealing um, ever? It's. Well, because I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't go into it thinking, you know, tomorrow morning I'm at, you know, eight a.m. I'm gonna be laying in bed trying to be the most boring person in the world. I think tomorrow morning I'm gonna be laying in bed trying to be the most interesting person, you know, in the world. But then somewhere between, you know, the night and the morning, I, uh, I realize hmm, maybe this is not uh, the right woman for me. And then I decide that in the morning I'm just gonna kind of. Try to show her off, if, if you will. And I, I did I did get tired of that. I did get tired of that um, that sequence because you, the hope is that it wouldn't happen often, but the reality is that well, it actually I'm... does happen quite often. But that also might be because, you know, sometimes I lower my standards a little bit. And I do that. I do that because... Yeah, and I'm sure also at the beginning of the night, it's very the, the the sequence of events and the feelings that come with that are different in your head than what actually happened. You have like, you have a vision of what what will happen and how you'll feel, and then it just doesn't go that way when it's over, right? Or am I wrong? Okay. 
yeah. Which I think yeah, is true yeah, of everybody. Of course, right, yeah. any any big thing in your life, or even like day to day, you you have a you have a vision of what it'll feel like or what it'll look like, and then more often than not, it just doesn't happen that way. Yeah, even yeah, with bad things, you get an art like you can like uh, envision an argument in your head or like something you want to say to somebody if you're angry at somebody. And then when you like come to that moment, it's mm-hmm. just, it just doesn't happen that way. You know, have you ever done that? You like have the you have the conversation in your head before you actually have it in person. Well, yeah, yeah I do that all the time, but usually, well, cause I mean like, mm, usually, you know, when I'm trying to deal with like a problem or an issue, I'll go through it in my head um, and picture like how it'll turn out. And it always turns out really awesome you know like oh man you were freaking you know conquered that Ugh. and like let's go do it okay nah, yeah. maybe tomorrow maybe tomorrow you know so i, I always yeah. always put off i know in your head you're like um you know you're a hero you're a warrior you do there's nothing that scares you <laughs> and then the real world is just it's never that way maybe i mean for some people i'm sure it is but not for me yeah, it's not day. for me either not for me um, I think it's, it's always like you know. Um, I mean, the reason that you go over it in your head is, I think it's yeah. Like instead of just doing it, it's like you if know, you actually just jumped in and did it, it'd probably turn out better than like repeating it in your head fifty times before actually doing it. Well, I mean, repeating well, it, depends, it depends on what it is. Too, I think sometimes that's just procrastinating. You're repeating it because you're like, all right, once I get this sequence down in my head, yeah. I'll do it in real life. But hey, yeah, can you true, um, are you able to turn that camera like more in front of you so it's less like profile? Oops. Yeah, so more it looks like you're looking me. at me in the camera. Does that make sense? Okay. okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> now you just look like you're posing. I kind of adjust these things. All right. While you do that, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play another clip for you. So you adjust that. I'm gonna play another clip from that other episode. As when I when I look at myself okay. being in a, like a long term relationship, like a marriage, I think it's got to be with somebody who is sort of on the same path, in a way. You know, my I just have a creative brain. Like ninety percent of my day involves creativity in some way. Mm-hmm. Like I, right, yeah, I can I can tell. I live yeah, in the like, studio and it's, this is so I have a full time job. And then I come home, and right now we're recording a podcast, which is also creative. Or last night I was building something. It's like my whole life is wrapped around that. Not not um, because I feel like I'm obligated to. It's because that's how I live my life. That's what I'm most interested in. And in the past, when I've been in certain relationships, I feel like I've gotten away from that. Just because maybe the person I'm with doesn't necessarily live that life. Like They have right. other things. And the benefit of that is I get to see... Uh, I get to learn about new things and new people and do different things. But I always come back, you know, when I get out of a relationship, I always come back to this stuff and I feel energized in a way that I may have not felt while I was in the relationship. <laughs> All right, Calvin. Uh, the, I think the reason I pulled out that clip was because I, I know that's always been important to me, but I wonder how important that is to you because I feel like we've differed on that um, in the past. I mean, yeah. At the at the moment, I don't think it, it's still not. 
very important to me. But as time has gone on, I've, I've thought about it a bit more. Like, um, so like my girlfriend right now, she likes uh, she likes the weekend. Um, whatever <laughs> the band. That is. Um, and, and I like you know. Or a singer, yeah, I artist. It's a, I guess yeah. it's a band or a group or something like that. And and I like um, I like Weezer. You know, I like stuff from the '90s. Um, so and so in the past, things like you know having different opinions and likes and things like that, it it didn't bother me. But now, it, I realize that you know I I'm a part of this generation, and then you know my girlfriend, she's a part of a completely different generation. And so, and when it comes to music, we can't we don't necessarily click, you know, it's hard to, um, find some common ground there. And that, that has kind of bothered me a little bit, you know, uh, going forward, you know, if there, cause that, that's one thing, um, that I found in the generation gap that we don't have in common. And I think that maybe in the future, there may be some more stuff in the generation gap that we, we won't, uh, click. Yeah. On. What's your, uh, so what's the age me. difference? Uh, I am. You don't know? Come on. <laughs> I, I'm 31, okay. and she's, she's yeah, that's, 23. That's. So what is that? Like yeah, eight, so like while you years? were in high school listening to stuff, she was. I don't know what she was doing because I don't know her, but. <laughs> I can die. Yeah, she was probably, you know, like making mud pies and stuff yeah. like that. At least that's what I was doing around yeah. eight years old. It's like it is that time like that junior high, high school, college is like where you really sort of get into music and, and like the things you really like. It's where you discover mm -hmm. those things. So if you were in that period of time at a different time, it's yeah, you're you're bound to be just be into different things. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, in the future, um, maybe there's a different woman and she's closer to my 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 age. And so we're sitting there talking about Weezer and then, you know, my, my girlfriend can't really uh, join in into that, that conversation. You know, I, I, well, I should say the friends that I am around, we talk about stuff in my generation gap. And then, but my, my girlfriend, she can't necessarily join in yeah. on that stuff yeah see too i would just i'd be frustrated by that i wouldn't be i wouldn't be like angry at um her but you know of course you, you want to like especially the person you're with you want to include them in those conversations so when you can't it's oh it sucks yeah it does suck. it does yeah but it's the same thing with her though you know she's she's 23 she's got her her group of friends um you know and they talk about their age stuff and I, and I can't necessarily uh join you're an old in man. on that stuff <laughs> yeah because i'm yeah based on i'm an old man now i mean so do you still have a a goal date set for your marriage because i mean i i had already like booked a plane ticket i thought like this summer for sure you're like you were gonna get married and uh it doesn't look like it's happening um yeah, yeah, it, uh, 32 is probably not going to happen. You know, um, when, when I said 32, 32, 32 just sounded like a really good, good as I said, it sounded like a really good, really good time to get married. Um, and now now I look at my financial situation, I still got, you know, like $6,000 worth of, um, of uh, student loans that I have to, to wipe out. So 
I haven't even met my financial goals, you know. And going into marriage with my finances not um, figured out makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I, that's funny because I yeah when I think yeah. about finances and marriage I don't I don't know that that is not the top of my list although I'm not looking for someone to take care of either maybe mm-hmm. I should be looking for somebody to take care of me that's probably what I need so, somebody <laughs> well I mean if you, if you want someone to take care of you probably probably looking around America is not the it depends on where you're at in America def- in Oklahoma no no I mean uh that's because it's so yeah. traditional here, you know. It's like um, that's not going to be the type of woman I find. Yeah, but even even talking about you know traditionalism in in uh, Oklahoma, you know, it's traditional in a Bible sense, I suppose. And in the Bible, you know, the man is always the head of the household, and the woman is always kind of serving him. But it doesn't actually. I mean, at least from my experience in Oklahoma, that doesn't. No, I, do, do you want that to happen though? I don't want that kind of relationship. I don't. I don't need somebody serving me. I think that's insane for me. I mean, uh, the, the define define serving. Uh, define serving. Well, in I'm cutting your toenails. <laughs> well, if that's the case, yeah, I don't see. I don't want that either. I don't want anybody. <laughs> uh, even just like um, in a traditional sense you know cooking cleaning staying home like taking Uh care of the kids and i go to work and i i don't really want i just don't want that kind of relationship really i i'm looking for something that's more balanced but i mean the but the other way is fine too i everyone gets so angry about um people who have more traditional relationships i don't care i don't i think it's fine if people want to do it it's just not Mm -hmm. for me and finding the opposite of traditional is a little bit more difficult here because traditional Christian values, I guess I should say like, that's, I think that's what a lot of people want. Well, yeah, but but, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't even think in America that, uh, at least in in Oklahoma, it has has those those traditional traditional values values, really. really. I mean, uh, how many women have you met in Oklahoma? who can actually? (laughs) I mean, I don't, I don't test them. I've met, what do you, I, every woman I meet, them. I should go. Hey, could you cook? Is that is that what you're saying? I got this cookbook. Got this cookbook. What's this? What's this? I like Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, what kind, mean of, what kind of statement you? is that? You think you, you you haven't even been in Oklahoma for a while now? So, like, what do you know about who can cook in Oklahoma? I mean, I know that when I was in Oklahoma, I, I can't cook. And I know a lot of people, they go out to fast food to eat. And so I think the fast food culture in Oklahoma and, and in the rest of America has kind of led people to um, to a diminishing in their yeah, cooking skills. Yeah, but I'm just – I'm talking about just from – from dating or what I see on social media or talking to people, it seems like there's still a lot of people who are looking for the, uh-huh. the, that Christian marriage. Now, I don't know how traditional they want to be with it. I just mean that I'm probably going to be on the other end of the spectrum. Like I don't really want anything traditional at all. So when somebody has that expectation, I'm just not, I'm not interested. I mean, I, in my personal opinion, I think the traditional, some of those traditional values actually help to create a stronger Maybe. home. I, you know, I mean, because because in we have uh, we have roles in the, in the household. You know what I mean? Like the uh, 
the, I guess the mother and wife is a role and then the father and the husband is a role. But I mean, if you kind of toss those, those roles out then, because those roles kind of set a, a pathway so you know what you're supposed to do inside the household, what your responsibilities are. And if you kind of throw those away and, and say, you know, we're, we're, we're on equal, we are on equal footing, but I mean, you know, our, our roles are the same, then it, um, how do you, um, what's what I'm looking for? How do you, uh, well, what does that mean to have both well, the roles I don't, be the same? I don't know that I want it the same either. I think I'm fine with having roles, and I think values are important. I'm just talking about the, just the, I guess, the old school values and traditions and the structure of the home. I don't know that that's the way I would do it. I still, yeah, I feel, still uh -huh. think it's important for everyone to have their roles, but I think they should be agreed upon. Like, I don't think you should be stuck if you're um, a woman, you're doing this. If you're a man, you're doing this. It's more like, Hey, we have a relationship. Let's decide like mm -hmm. how we fit into this. And if we have kids, let's decide like how we're going to tackle this together. Maybe, maybe I'm, yeah, maybe it is that I'm working all day and w wife, the wife is staying home and taking care of things. But if that's, if that's agreed upon, that's one thing. I just don't think it should be expected. And I don't want to be in a, in a relationship where mm -hmm. something is expected of me. I want to talk about it. And I want to figure it out. If that makes sense. Yeah, but I, well, I mean, but I, I think having that sort of relationship um, isn't necessarily a negative thing. And of course, if you want to have that, you can you can certainly find that because there's there are certainly women out there who are kind of looking for for that kind of of thing. Uh, both women who are highly educated and and those who don't have as high of an education. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you know where you're going with that? <laughs> I, just, I, can't, I, I think my English well, has diminished. This is good practice is, for you then. This is really good practice. Not as good as it used to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But well, let me play another clip for you. Hopefully you can understand it. It is in English, just so you're aware. Hopefully you still comprehend. Okay. This is clip number three. I, I, I do want to be married. Uh, I'm thinking maybe three or four years down the, I don't down the road. You, I think the problem with that is you shouldn't choose a time. What if what if the what if marriage for you is ten years down the road or fifteen years down the road? Oh well, I mean you know that's ten ten or fifteen years down the road is not something that it's not my ideal time frame. Well, sure, but the, but I think that's why people end up getting married. Mm -hmm. Maybe sooner than they should have because they go, I got to have three kids by the time I'm 26 and I need to have that perfect house by the time. Like they have the timeline. Everyone knows the timeline. I've got the timeline. Yeah. But, but that, that um, I think rushes you into something that maybe you shouldn't be doing. So do you, when you think about dating, when you think about trying to find the person you want to marry, how do you, how do you approach that? Well, let me, let me say something real quick. No, you can't. It it doesn't it doesn't have to be something that you rush through. I mean, well, when I think about you know oh I want to be married by this age and have this many kids. I mean to me that's goal setting. And can you can you achieve that? You can, but it you have to try. It's not like a math problem though, where there's just you, it, it you start it and there's a solution. I mean, it it really is though, kind of like a math problem though. You know, like if you want to get married at say you know thirty two, okay, you don't have to be like I'm thirty two. Whoever, whoever I meet, you know, tomorrow is, is the woman that I'm going to be married to, you know. It's a, it's a numbers game. Ugh. 
So that's the one I was looking for earlier, but so what, like uh, now I'm thinking what, what is, what is your approach? Cause you're in a relationship. So is the, is the goal to, uh, uh build that into a relationship that will turn into a marriage or like what, how do you even approach dating and relationship right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at 32, the uh, well, no, but you're about to be 32, 31. At 31, yeah. The goal is to, to yeah, I'm about to be 32. Yeah, uh, the goal is to to be in a relationship that will um, eventually lead to um, to a marriage. Yeah. Um, and actually, I would say in the past uh, maybe year year two years, I I hadn't done a lot of of dating. I've been trying to get my um, my student loan bill down. Um, and I find that when I'm in a relationship, I tend to spend a bit well, more I mean, money. Makes sense. Um, you know, not because you know, she's it's like, Ooh, curtains, let's, let's buy some curtains for the, the apartment or something like that. You know, it's, it's because, um, well, I, I guess I do to, to impress, uh, to, to some extent or just to, um, to make it feel like there's some, something going on or something new or, or fresh just is happening in the relationship. But I tend to spend a bit more money. So for the last, uh, you know, like one to two years, um, my, my dating and things of that nature have, uh, um, I've kind of put them on the back burner a little bit. But anyways, um, been in a relationship for about four, four months now. Um, and, and that one, yeah, when I started that one, I, I started with the idea that it might lead to, to marriage. Well, that's good. I mean, but it's going well, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it is going well. But I, I do find that I kind of run into the same issues with this relationship that I've run into in the past. Um, mainly their parents seem to not like you like me. because you're you know why American. Because like of this face right here. Yeah. Well, not because I'm an American, because I'm, I'm a foreigner. And so they see me as being just like a, a playboy, you know, someone who wants to mess around for a bit and then go back to America and that my, um, my, uh, my job situation is not So do they look stable. at every yeah. American or every so foreigner like that? Do they look at every foreigner like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they do, they do. You know, and if I'm from like the Middle East and I'm Muslim, it's even worse because, you know, as a Muslim, you, you want your wife to be a Muslim. And so... That, that throws a, another dimension into a relationship. So, yeah. So for, I mean, for foreigners, it, it can be kind of difficult to, to date and go go the, what is it, go the mile, go the distance, if you will. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, <clears throat> you could use the nuclear bomb, if you will, on the relationship, um, which would completely push the parents into submission, that being get her pregnant. Is that your goal right now? Um, and no, no, it's not, it's, it's not my goal. It's not my goal right now. Um, but I mean, like, if I was ready to get married, like, tomorrow, you know, I'd probably be pushing to get her pregnant. Yesterday. Well, so let's let's say you got married to this girl uh -huh. or, or any girl in the future. Like, what... Um, uh -huh. Is, is your plan to stay there and live there or to marry somebody and come back to America? Like, how do you, how do you see yourself or where do you see yourself in 10 years? I mean, in, in 10 years, I see myself back, back in the States. 
Um, but I do, I do have a bit of a concern about getting married here in, in China. And my concern is, um, you know, some women, they, they want to get married so they can come to America and have a better lifestyle and things of that nature. And that, that makes me a little bit uncomfortable because I know that in America, when, when men get divorced, they get put through the ringers in the court system. So, um, so like getting married and then moving back to America immediately doesn't sound like the best idea necessarily. So my idea was that I could get married here and then maybe live here for maybe five years or something like that, five, five to 10 years. Um, and, and by that time, you know, by that time you should know whether or not she, she married you for like a green card or she married you for, for life, if you will. Um, and then at that point, you know, we can, we can move to America if, if she is, is okay with it. But I mean, you know, if you're living in America and you're dating, you don't have to think about this, this sort of, you, you could, stuff. um, and I guess in, in China, in China, I shouldn't have to think about it either, but I can't help it. It's always sitting in the back of my mind because, you know, you hear, you hear stories and, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, you probably have to think about it um, less here. But yeah, if I met somebody who wasn't from here and, and she said, well, I don't want to be here forever. Uh, yeah, that's, and that's true. so if we're going to do this, then we have to talk about that. I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure it would mm -hmm. be a fun conversation to have for for either person. But well, yeah, but, well, I mean, uh, some women, they go to America to study and then they get married so they can stay. You know, it happens. But I think those women are a little bit safer because, you know, if a woman's been in America for five years and then, you know, she finally gets married to you, chances are, um, you know, she's probably going to stay, stay with you. Now, if she was going to you know, try to get married so she could have a better life. She probably would have tried to marry like a doctor or something. Yeah, they wouldn't marry you know, a loser like you. You're not a doctor. You have you have no future. Yeah, they wouldn't marry a loser like me. Yeah, what are you gonna do <laughs> in your life? You're you're doing nothing for the world. Nothing good at all. Just teaching the youth. Teaching the youth about, about good old American, American yeah. capitalism. Nothing wrong with capitalism. Nothing wrong with teaching people about capitalism. In, in well, China, of course. <laughs> you just don't you don't tell everybody. You just tell the right people. Right, right. <laughs> um, man. Oh, I have one more clip. I don't remember which one this was, but the let's take a listen. If the, the other party has the, the deeper connection, and while you feel connected, you also aren't as emotionally uh, attached, so you can still use your brain, if you will. See, I think that's something maybe you should talk about in therapy. <laughs> you, you think I should talk about that in therapy? You, it's, you know what's funny about that is that was your exact response in the actual episode. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. Well, I, just, really? I just cut it off before that. I said, uh, I think you should talk about it in therapy. You said, oh, you think I should talk about it in therapy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we we already talked no, about I that, though. I, that. I pulled these clips out. But I, I, yeah, yeah, we, we did already talk about it. Yeah, I pulled these out not knowing what we get into. So 
Um, mm -hmm. But I mean, we could talk more about it if you want, but I think we've covered it. I don't, I, I think we just have. Well, what is your opinion on it, Jay? What is um, your opinion on well, it? I think my opinion is probably still the same as it was back then that I don't, I don't know that I have that much control over my emotions. Like if I'm really into somebody, it's, it's, it's hard to just pretend like it's not there. I mm -hmm. mean, I understand what you're saying is you want to, you want to keep control of your feelings a right. little bit. So you're not, you're not doing anything stupid and you're, you're thinking clearly and you you don't get yourself into a bad situation. But I think it can be very difficult depending on who, who it is, you know, cause you can easily just fall and mm -hmm. fall for somebody. And then like, at that point, good luck. Yeah, but I mean, you know, falling for somebody, sometimes I can show you that that, that, that person, person is the, the, the right person, person though. You know, and if you go in in and use my, uh, with the, the method that I was talking about, um, you know, sometimes sometimes you, you go in, you know, with lesser emotion thinking that your emotion will build, you'll let your emotions slowly build up over time, but then, you know, that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And then you're like, is, is it a method that I'm using? Yeah, you sound like just, you're selling you know, a course right now. Not the right person. To, sounds like you're selling a course. Like if you go to my website now, I'll teach you my foolproof method on, oh, on oh, keeping oh. control of your emotions <clears throat> so you too can find the wife you want. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't think it's... Um, but there's nothing really that you you do to to try to achieve that. I think you just you just go in being more rational than you do. Um, I mean, emotional. I've I've done that some. There there are definitely women that I've had strong feelings for, but I also know um, the the things I need practically. And when they're not there, uh -huh. it's hard. But then it's you also have to say, well, I yeah, you're you're great, but. I don't see this working long term because, mm -hmm. you know, we're just not going to match up in this way or this way, and I know that's what I need. But those those are the hard conversations. Uh, I, I will say this: I think it, it's it's for me it's easier to to break up with women in America than it is in China. The reason being, if, if you break up with a woman in America, it's just like you know, you broke up because things weren't going to work out. But I mean, if you break up here in China, you know, you're, you're half, you know, I don't know, six months into your relationship or something like that. You know, her parents hate your guts. Um, and they say that you're a horrible, um, foreigner who's going to play games and things like that. And when you're, so when you're breaking up, you feel like she's going to yeah. think her parents are right, you know? So that, 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 kind of, that stuff that goes through, tough. through my mind. Um, I feel like I'm representing all of the foreigners in, in China. <laughs> you are. We're, we're all rooting for you here, you know, at least in America, in Oklahoma, or at uh, least in this room. Yes, you know, you. there's only one of me here, but I'm really rooting for you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Don't let the parent. Don't thank don't you. let the much parents hate you. I, I mean, have they have they told you that to your face, or is this you're hearing that from her? I, I hear it from her because I mean, I mean, my my current girlfriend. They constantly, her father constantly calls her and says, you know, did you break up with him? Are you going to break up with him? Jeez. Um, and you know, things things like that. It says, you know, oh, if, if I find out that you're, you know, living with him or hanging out with him, I'm going to go to where you are living to take you so away. So do you worry like about that. that? 
just because those are things that you don't necessarily have control over. Like you can be the best guy in the world. You can do all the right things. But if, if she says like, I, I just can't cause my parents mm-hmm. and I can't, that's something you, you can't change. Do you worry about finding the girl you want to be with and then not being able to be with her? Well, I mean, um, you know, if the parents don't want me to be with her and she decides that she's going to listen to her parents, and in my opinion, it wasn't the right woman to begin with. You know, I, I can't stand a, a woman who's going to be, you know, living our relationship uh, through her parents. You know, it's like I'm, I'm dating her parents and pretty much. Yeah, I need an uh, independent yeah. thinking. Yeah, no.
I mean, yeah, it, it will make the things easier. But the thing is, I know the only way to make them like me is to either give them a million bucks or to get their daughter pregnant. Neither of the two I want to well, do at the moment. One of them you can't do at the moment. You know, so... Yeah, yeah, one of them I can't do at the moment. And and the other one I <laughs> well, don't want to do at the moment. Yeah. Um... But yes, but but knowing though that I have that you know ace up my sleeve. That's an ace up your sleeve. Um, it is, it is, it is. You know, like it, eventually, when I do get ready for marriage, um, you know, and I find the right woman, and her parents hate me, all I I know that I just have to pull that ace out of the sleeve, send my boys in, and and then boom, the situation oh, is send is my boys completely in. different. Uh, <laughs> Assuming I, uh, I, you know, I marry her, and, and of course I, I would, I wouldn't marry no woman, and then leave her yeah, to that's... be single mother. That'd be. It would be. I mean, and I would make sure you knew it. I would tell you how mean that is, over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Like what do you, Calvin? Calvin, so fantastic! You're back here in Oklahoma. Where's Where's your child at? Get back on that plane. You'd just be like, Get back on that plane. Uh, I'll have a child. What child? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what you're talking Uh, about. Yeah. Well, Calvin, you won't believe it, but we're out of time. We are out of time on this episode. We're out of time. Uh, About 45, 40, 45. The limit. Well, I usually cut it off at like 40 minutes, 40 minutes per episode. So, see, Uh I told you we could. What are we running? We're running right now. Yeah, we're running. Are we running right now? Yeah, why do you have, do you have any final oh, words yeah. about relationships or dating or um uh life? Uh I I guess uh in, in terms of, of dating, um try to find a nice middle ground between traditional dating and and the new world dating that we have today. Because I, I think if you if you go the traditional method, if you, if you go if you go, if you go too polarizing in either opposite extremes of the spectrum, um, you you get burnt out or it just it just it won't work work out. You know you have to be able to um, incorporate both into your your dating life. Yeah, I think, I think you so. understand that. That makes sense. Keeping some balance in there. I mean, like a traditional, traditional dating, you know, like, oh, three dates and then we can, we can kiss and things like that. Um, and then non-traditional dating, you know, going out um, on one date and then maybe sleeping together and, and things like, like that. So try to keep a balance, try to keep a balance between the traditional way and the, the new, new way society. It's not is a bad approach. Dating. You get a little bit of everything. You get to experience things while also, you know, being conservative if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I think at the end of the day, um, the, the new style doesn't necessarily lead to a good relationship and and, and a wedding. Um, you know, so you have to keep a balance so you can, you can uh, explore while also being able to 
have something fulfilling and, and long lasting. Well, Calvin, I think um, we should make this a tradition and maybe every, at least once a year, do an episode on this topic specifically. And, you know, 30 years from now, it'll be really interesting to compare the first one to, uh-huh. that, to, to that one and see where we're at. I, I I have noticed. I feel like my, my voice has changed a little bit. I don't know. I mean, like when I hear your voice on the recording, I feel like you are talking to me like right now. But when I hear my voice, I I don't recognize, I feel like my voice that I'm talking with right now and the voice that I talked about with back then are not completely one and the same. I might have to compare them. I don't know. I don't, I don't notice that difference, but, you do, you should, but you I should. also hear your voice from, you know, I'm not in your head hearing your voice. I'm, I have the outside perspective. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I don't know. I, I'll compare them though. Maybe you just, maybe you've, have you made it a point to talk differently? Okay. Is that your, is like, I, I mean, I think when I, when I first came to China, maybe I, I was talking differently. I noticed somebody once told me, oh, you're, you sound like you're talking with a deeper voice or something like that. And I, and I feel like maybe back then I had a deeper voice and then maybe now my, my voice is not as deep as it was. I don't know. Okay. Go back and listen to it and compare it. Well, I feel like, like anybody who's listening to go, go compare Calvin's voice to episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's like episode go five, I think. Voices. And then this one, and we'll, we'll just get like, I'll compile a whole list of comments mm. of what people think about your voice. All right. Well, okay, well Calvin, okay. don't hang up yet. I'm just going to do the outro and I'll be right back with you. Um, thanks for being here. And for everyone, and for everyone I, who's listening, you if you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>